change your mind, and you'll change everything. Welcome to Nathan's School of Thought. Hello, my friends. For those of you in the United States, tomorrow morning you will wake up to a free country. You will celebrate that freedom on what most refer to as the 4th of July, but what is really called Independence Day. Yesterday I was singing the words to America the Beautiful. Most of us know, oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountain majesties, and those are beautiful words. Very poetic. Most people don't know the other verses. The second verse says, O beautiful for pilgrim feet, whose stern impassioned stress, a thoroughfare of freedom beat across the wilderness. America, America, God mend thine every flaw. Confirm thy soul in self-control, thy liberty in law. It continues, O beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life. America, America, may God thy gold refine, till all success be nobleness, and every gain divine. And finally, the last verse of the song. O beautiful for patriot dream that sees beyond the years, thine alabaster cities gleam undimmed by human tears. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. I first heard all of these verses when I was in, I think, sixth grade in the Boise, Idaho area. Boise has a thing called Music Week. And I remember being part of a large finale number with an orchestra and who knows how many choirs, hundreds of performers, as a very large audience joined with us on the last verse, singing that wonderful anthem. I was so impressed by that, so impressed by the feeling I had, that I asked my dad about it later. I wanted to really understand what it meant to say, heroes proved in liberating strife, or patriot dream that sees beyond the years. Let me tell you a little bit about those heroes proved in liberating strife. Fifty-six men signed the Declaration of Independence. Most of them were quite young. Most of them were Protestant. One was Roman Catholic. All were religious. At the end of the Declaration of Independence, they say, we mutually pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. At least nine of them died as a result of the war. The first of the signers to die was John Morton of Pennsylvania. He was at first sympathetic to the British, but finally changed his mind and voted for independence. When he did so, his friends and relatives and neighbors all turned against him. It hastened his death. He lived only eight months after the signing. Caesar Rodney was suffering with facial cancer. He left his sickbed at midnight and rode all night by horseback through a horrible storm, arriving just in time to cast the deciding vote for his delegation in favor of independence. John Hart, one of the five signers from New Jersey, had a large farm and several mills. 
while his wife was on her deathbed, Hessian soldiers descended on his property, destroyed his mills, ravaged his property, and scattered his 13 children. He became a hunted fugitive. When he finally returned to his land, his health was broken, his farmland was scourged, his wife was dead, and his children were scattered. He died shortly after signing the Declaration. The signers pledged their fortunes. I could tell you story after story of the loss of everything they owned that some endured having pledged everything they had. They did so knowingly. Robert Morris lost 150 ships which were sunk during the war. Three of the four signers from South Carolina were taken prisoner by the British and imprisoned for 10 months. Thomas Nelson Jr. of Virginia died in poverty at 51, having given his fortune to finance the war and never got it or his health back. When they said, we pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor, they knew that if this didn't work, they would be hanged as traitors. They really were staking everything they had on it. As you might imagine, there was some great concern. When the signers were vacillating on whether or not to sign the Declaration, John Adams stood, and with conviction and filled with the spirit of prophecy said, Sink or swim, live or die, survive or perish, I give my hand and heart to this vote. It is true that in the beginning we aimed not at independence, but there is a divinity which shapes our ends. Why, then, should we defer the declaration? You and I, indeed, may rue it. We may not live to see the day that this declaration will be made good. We may die. Die colonists, die slaves, die ignominiously and on the scaffold. Be it so, be it so. If it be the pleasure of heaven that my country shall require the poor offering of my life, then the victim shall be ready. But while I yet live, let me have a country, or at least the hope of a country, and that a free country. But whatever may be our fate, rest assured that this declaration will stand. It may cost treasure, and it may cost blood, but it will stand, and it will richly compensate for both. Through the thick gloom of the present, I see the brightness of the future as the sun in heaven. We shall make this a glorious and immortal day. When we are in our graves, our children will honor it. They will celebrate it with thanksgiving, with festivities, with bonfires and illuminations. And on its annual return, they will shed tears. Great, copious, gushing tears, not of subjection and slavery, not of agony and distress, but of exultation, gratitude, and joy. Sir, before God, I believe the hour has come. My judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have, and all that I am, and all that I hope in this life, I am ready now to stake upon it. And so I leave off as I began. Sink or swim, live or die, survive or perish, I am for the Declaration. It is my living sentiment, and by the grace of God, it will be my dying sentiment.
independence now and independence forever. Do you see how fitting and poignant it is that we sing about heroes proved in liberating strife? It has become fashionable of late to portray these signers as usurpers, as power-hungry despots who did everything with selfish motives. Really? Would you sign away your life, your fortune, and your sacred honor for the sake of the freedom of someone else? To all those who have sacrificed to preserve our freedom, I thank you with all my heart. To those of you who are yet unfamiliar with the character and nobility of these great heroes, I strongly urge you to learn the truth about them. I strongly encourage you to read the words of the Founding Fathers, especially the writings of Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Do you want to know what their motives really were? Do you want to understand their character, their desires, their religiosity, their feelings about their families, about freedom in general, and about the source of our rights? Do you want to know what it really means to give everything, even your own life, in declaring that our rights come from God and are not granted to us by government? Learn about the signers of the Declaration of Independence. And with them, say in your heart and with your voice, Independence now and independence forever. Happy Independence Day.